Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi everyone, it's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Living life as a gringo Where you question Where you fit And every time you mingle They say you do this With not enough that My rapping is really bad <laughs> This life as a gringo Yes, hello and welcome To another episode of Life as a gringo I am Dramos, of course And man, it is Thursday So it means it's time For our Thursday Trends episode I'll be flying solo on the show today I'm just... I'm just feeling like I wanted to sit down and pod a little bit, you know, um, and that was really cringy the way I just said pod. But I, uh, I know last episode on Tuesday was kind of me sharing a previously recorded uh, mastermind that we did. And shout out to everybody that signed up for the waiting list for the next mastermind, uh, the Just Be Social Club. We're going to be opening up a second one. Uh, email Brenda at mindofayounglord.com if you want to be a part of that. You could be on, put on the waiting list for the next mastermind. I'll put it in the show notes as well. But anyway, uh, I wanted to, to be able to just kind of dive in and and talk about some some headlines. And uh, I don't know, this whole podcasting thing is like somewhat therapeutic for me. I've talked about that before. So when I don't get a chance to kind of talk my shit uh, <laughs> for a, a, an extended period of time, I get a little a little itchy. So we're uh, we're flying solo today on the show. And we're going to be diving into a few different things. We're going to be talking about these uh, Tennessee state uh, assemblymen, the, these congressmen that were expelled um, because they decided to stand up against gun violence and and join their constituents in protest. So we'll talk about that. Uh, we're also going to talk about this controversy with the Dalai Lama and him kissing a young boy. And, and I just think this larger conversation in general, especially that's happening right now, is like the culture wars are happening in this country. Uh, with the left and the right and this whole fear of, you know, uh, drag queens and trans people and they are targeting our children and all this other shit. And and we seem to forget, like, that religion and religious institutions have been the culprit of 
large, widespread sexual abuse when it comes to children. Uh, and I, this is just another one of those examples. And this isn't to shit on religion. I, I'm, I consider myself a spiritual person. I have a problem with organized religion, but uh, I believe in God and all that kind of stuff. So um, I'm not trying to, you know, ish on religion here. But I just think it's a pattern and it just, again, shows the hypocrisy of, of the current state of the world. And you have to be aware of it because people like to have those talking points. And I'm thinking of a specific uh, extended family right now, which I'm sure a bunch of you can relate to as well. So we'll talk about that quickly. Uh, also, we'll, we'll touch on the latest with this uh, fire that happened in, in Mexico where 40 migrants were killed. Uh, charges are being brought up now on some pretty high level ranking people. Um, so we'll talk about that. And then for our Mijente segment on the positive side of things, we have a couple women making history uh, here when it comes to, to sports. So beautiful, beautiful thing. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll dive into all of it. But as usual, let's kind of start with some of the, the heavier stuff, the nonsense in a segment we call for the people in the back. Say it louder for the people in the back. All right. So if you've been following this show at all, you know, I've been extremely passionate about the idea of gun reform and, you know, just this substantial change that needs to happen in this country. And I've been very critical of those who aren't on board with actually trying and actually giving a shit about the lives of children, you know, who are sadly far too often the target of these mass shootings. I mean, again, gun violence is is the number one cause of death for children in the United States of America. It surpassed car accidents. And that's a scary fucking statistic, considering we could be doing a lot more to prevent it, right? And I call out lawmakers, those in political positions of power, to properly represent those who have voted for you, because the majority of the American people are on board for gun reform to make it harder for people to get guns, stricter laws, um, possibly banning assault you know, weapons. And a beautiful thing that we saw in Tennessee following this horrific killing um, at, a, at a school, the, the Covenant School in Nashville, where, where three kids were killed and three adults, um, we saw massive protests by the younger generation happening at the, the Tennessee uh, you know, Capitol building. And, um, you know, the, the state house, I should say. And as they should, you had some Congress people decide to join their constituents in the protest. And as a result, they were expelled from their local com Congress. Um, and those two people were Justin Pearson as well as uh, Justin Jones. And I'm going to read uh, an excerpt of an uh, interview that Justin Pearson, one of the people who was expelled, one of the Congress people expelled. Um, he's now been reinstated, so has Justin Jones. But I want to read a uh, part of an interview that he gave. And he says, on March 27th, our districts, our state and our nation mourned the deaths of three young children and three adults who were killed at the Covenant School in Nashville by a shooter wielding three guns, including an AR-15. It was the latest mass murder of children in our state and nation. There have been far more mass shootings in 2023 
than there have been days. Thousands gathered outside the state house to demand action, mostly youth. My colleagues and I prayed with and listened to those grieving and frightened who wanted action to stop the killing. Our colleagues on the other side of the aisle, the Republicans, hurried past the traumatized children, averting their eyes. Last week, the Republican supermajority in the Tennessee State Assembly expelled me and my colleague Justin Jones from our positions as representatives as retaliation for our demonstration for gun safety. In doing so, they shun the parents and children of Tennessee that we represent and all Tennesseans who fear gun violence and want action. Now, as I mentioned, they were both later reinstated. And it's important to mention they're both two black men. There's also one white woman who's a congressman who had joined them in in the protest, uh, and she was voted on as far as her her expulsion, and they chose not to expel her. Coincidence? I think not, right? Obviously, they're going to go after the two young black men, one of which I think is 28, the other one is 29. And, you know, it's just reiterating what one of the Tennessee congressmen said, one of the Republicans, where he said, there's just nothing they can do about it in regards to mass shootings. That's the attitude that they're choosing to take. And God forbid anyone else say that's not an acceptable answer. God forbid the people representing the everyday person, God forbid they decide to take a stand with them and let them know that they're being heard and being seen. We can't have that, right? That leads to you being voted on and then expelled out of of your, your position. And again, they were eventually reinstated. But just the mere fact that the Congress people of Tennessee wasted their time and taxpayer dollars to have this vote just to kind of teach a lesson to these two young black men for, for standing up uh, you know, for what they believe in. It just shows you the current state of the world that we live in. They're more interested in this political theater, in maintaining old world ideas than actually protecting us. Because their reaction, once again, when when this school shooting happened was, well, there's nothing we can really do about it. Bad guys are going to be bad guys. That was their reaction. We're done with this conversation, essentially, right? But when three of their fellow Congress people decide to stand with the protesters and pray with them and hear their concerns, now, all of a sudden, they're in the mood to take action on something. And on top of that, the action that they're taking is disenfranchising the people who voted these Congress people into office, who said, these are the ones that I want to represent me and my district. These are the people that I want to represent my family on an everyday basis. That's the action they decided to take was let's get rid of these guys because we don't like the fact that they're standing with protesters who are saying nasty things about us. And I want to make it very clear, as frustrating as this is, as disgusting as the current state of politics in our country is, I'm not giving up. When I criticize, when I express frustration, 
this isn't me throwing my hands up and just saying I'm gonna go live in a, a a cave somewhere and and that's it. This country is fucked. I refuse to believe that. I refuse to accept that. I believe our generation and the younger generation have so much promise to create a far better world for generations to come. And right now we're just in a battle with old world ideas, old ideology, and people who fear their power being taken away. And quite frankly, those who see their power and their white supremacy slipping away. So while it may sound pessimistic at times, my critique, I want to make it very clear again, I'm not giving up. I say this because I want us all to be motivated to go out there and use our voices. Vote when it's time to vote. Share real stories on social media that can educate others around you. Use your platform, whatever it might be. Again, you don't have to have a million followers to be somebody who makes an impact. If you are sharing stories, if you are having conversations and, and talking about facts with those around you, you have the ability to make some sort of change. To wake people up to what is actually going on. And to me, that's why this whole like Thursday trends stuff is so important. I know it's not necessarily completely on brand with the idea of life as a gringo and living in the sort of gray area, right? And the idea of self-improvement, which a lot of this podcast has become, which I love. But I think a part of that, a part of becoming better and a part of trying to leave this world a better place than when you found it is also being somebody who is at least somewhat informed on what is going on currently. Understanding the current state of the world so that you can be a better citizen in it. And I, I think that that's sort of this part of personal growth and wellness that I think is, I don't want to say overlooked, but many people in the self-help world don't want to take a side politically because it's going to hurt their bottom line, right? But to me, as someone who's, genuinely interested and, and devoted to inspiring people to be better and to create a better world for my children and their children and so on and so forth. This is a part of that. This has too much of an impact on our everyday lives to just kind of pretend like it doesn't exist, to not have any sort of understanding as to what is going on. You can say you're non-political. You can say you find politics boring. You're not interested, all of the above. But our kids are being gunned down while in school. And regardless of your view on politics, the only way to stop this from happening or make it happen less frequently is for politicians to actually get involved and pass some sort of reform. So this is bigger than you not wanting to choose a side and you not wanting to get into uncomfortable conversations with people in your life. Like, I don't wish this upon anybody, but potentially your lack of action and you turning a blind eye could be aiding the death of somebody that you love. 
And I'm not trying to use scare tactics or or be, you know, to the extreme, but I'm sure any one of these people who have sadly and for no good reason lost a loved one or a child amidst one of these mass shootings, I'm sure the majority of them never thought it would happen to them. Why would they? Why would any of us expect that when we're dropping our kid off at school, this may be the last time we see them? At school, we're not dropping them off to go fight a war. We're not dropping them off to go work some incredibly dangerous job or do some death-defying stunt. We're dropping them off to learn their ABCs. And in doing so, we're putting their lives in danger because of the current state of this country. And what I'm trying to get at is none of this will change until people in office are motivated to make change or those who aren't are voted out in favor of someone who actually is motivated to get on board with some real overhaul and and gun reform in this country. So when you see people like the Tennessee congressman who said there's nothing we can do and referenced what his father thought about World War II and kamikaze pilots to the current state of the world and thought that was normal when referencing an elementary school. People like that need to be voted out of office. We need to do our research. I've had Hector Joseguera on here a bunch of times doing Thursday Trends, and he always talks about how important local politics are. But this is the type of stuff that matters. Sure, the presidency matters. But these are the people that are every single day working on behalf of you. And if they don't share in your views and aren't trying to enact the change that you feel necessary, you need to do your due diligence and vote for somebody who's going to. And that's my point with all of this. It is never to say, let's just throw our hands up and the world is screwed and let's just pray for the best. Uh, You know, my vote doesn't count type shit. No, I don't believe in that whatsoever. I just want to make that very clear. Because I know there are a lot of people who talk about politics on larger platforms and are more interested in just pointing out the negatives on either side and how fucked up the world is and how fucked up every politician is and both sides are corrupt and this and that. And while there may be some truth in those things that they're saying, they also never follow up any of those statements with an actual solution. And that's the problem. We can critique, we can talk about the issue, but I also want to talk about the solution. I also want to motivate people to do their part. And I just felt the need to make that really clear on today's on today's show. Just in the midst of all that's going on and a lot of the media that is out there that again is 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 just trying to keep your attention and are instituting all kinds of scare tactics but aren't actually interested in empowering the people or motivating any real change to happen. So that's my my two cents in general on, on politics and, and this this crazy story that we've been been following. Uh, I think I'm gonna take a quick pause. I know it's getting kind of heavy. So we'll take a little a little quick pause, a little break, and then we'll be right back. As an actor, a producer, 
and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important, like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and we're reflecting on what matters most. I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. State Farm is also a big supporter of Michael Tuda Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tuda shows wherever you get your podcasts. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. All right, we are back. Now, moving on to something else that kind of has some similar political undertones. You had this whole creepy ass thing with the Dalai Lama. And Dalai Lama's like considered his holiness. He's like, you know, the face of, of Buddhism. And there's been this video circulating where the Dalai Lama was kissing a young boy on the lips and then asked him to suck on his tongue. Now, the video went crazy this last week. Um, apparently, the incident happened in February, though. Um, over uh, at uh, Dahra Shala, and that's where the Dalai Lama lives at his temple. Um, obviously, people are outraged by the fact that this grown man would ask a young boy to suck his tongue. The Dalai Lama's team has responded, saying, quote, 
A video clip has been circulating that shows a recent meeting when a young boy asked His Holiness, the Dalai Lama, if he could give him a hug. His Holiness wishes to apologize to the boy and his family, as well as his many friends across the world, for the hurt his words may have caused. His Holiness often teases people he meets in an innocent and playful way, even in public and before cameras. He regrets the incident. I don't know about you guys, but I like to tease people and, and play some, some jokes. I don't think that would ever involve me asking a small child to suck on my tongue. Um, just weird, weirdo shit. And this all kind of like, when I, I see a story like this, I then zoom out and I'm like, what is the larger conversation that is also happening, right? And, and in, in this country, you have this attack going on against the trans community and the LGBTQ plus community as a whole and the idea of drag queens and like we got to protect our children from these drag queens and from these trans people you know and like the irony is that majority of these people are bible thumpers they're of the christian faith and again no disrespect to anybody who is you know but we got to call out people you know we got to call it some of our own out every once in a while right and the irony of of these people is that they're somehow ignoring the widespread issue that the church has had for decades in regards to sexual abuse when it comes to children. Now, I found an article from NBC News. It was 2019, and it was uh, referencing a Associated Press investigation. And they talk about this. Now, again, we currently live in a world where the right is scaring their, their base and creating a non-issue by telling them that drag queens and trans people are coming for their children and they need to be protected. You know, we, we of the Christian faith, you know, this is an abomination. Meanwhile, the Catholic Church has had thousands of sexual abuse allegations brought up against it and still happens till this day. So according to this investigation from the Associated Press, there are nearly 1,700 priests and other clergy members that the Roman Catholic Church considers credibly accused of child sexual abuse, and they're living under the radar with little to no oversight from religious authorities or law enforcement. These priests, deacons, monks, and laypeople now teach middle school math. They counsel survivors of sexual assault. They work as nurses and volunteer at nonprofits aimed at helping at-risk kids. They live next to playgrounds and daycare centers. They foster and care for children. And in their time since leaving the church, dozens committed crimes, including sexual assault and possessing child pornography. Again, all this according to an investigation by the Associated Press. But no. The trans people and the drag queens, those are the real problems. People on the right, you are being played for a fool. The political theater that is being created by the leaders of your party are, are nothing more than scare tactics made to make you fear this invisible boogeyman that, that is a, a Democrat and that you have no choice whatsoever but to vote for a Republican or your children are going to fall prey to drag queens and trans people. Again, they're more likely to fall prey to a sexual abuser 
on a Sunday going to your local church. The numbers don't lie. Facts are facts. Those are statistics. Even beyond that, you have a, a lawyer who's now using her TikTok to expose pedophiles in the U.S. arrested each week. And she is showing you in real time how much of this whole idea of drag queens and trans people being a threat to your kids is real nonsense, right? So she's been doing this, I believe, since February. And so far, her videos have summarized charges against 30 religious figures, one school official, and three politicians, but not a single drag queen, right? So she's been studying arrests made against pedophiles in the U.S. since February and giving us weekly updates. And since her weekly updates, again, 30 religious figures have been arrested, one school official, and three politicians. And to reiterate, not one drag queen has been arrested since she's doing this study in February, following what's going on in the U.S., since she's been following the arrests. Not one single drag queen has been arrested for pedophilia. This isn't a real issue. This is a made-up thing to scare you into thinking that anybody on the left is an evil pedophile trying to groom your children. Meanwhile, the party that believes that we should have more religion and this should be a Christian country has pedophiles consistently living under their roof. You know what's the real harm to children in this country? If you really are, are scared about pedophiles? According to the facts, it is your local church, your local school, and your local politicians. And this is according to factual numbers based upon arrests happening in the United States of America. The facts are the facts. You are being lied to. You are being made to believe that the left is, is pushing out some evil plan to destroy this country and harm your children. This boogeyman that you fear doesn't exist. It's all political theater by those in power, by those in the Republican Party, trying to scare you into voting for them blindly. Now, last thing I want to talk about, I know it's been heavy, bear with me. Let's talk about this horrific fire that happened in, uh, in Juarez, Mexico, right? And it killed 40 migrants. And now charges are being uh, brought up against Mexican immigration officials, right? And you have the Mexican Attorney General's Office bringing charges against Francisco Gardueño, the head of the National Immigration Institute in Mexico. Now, initially, the uh, office pursued charges against five officials and guards, as well as one of the migrants there from Venezuela. Um, however, people protested and there were repeated calls and and now federal prosecutors are are actually going to the top here when you have um, the head of the National Immigration Institute of Mexico being brought up on charges here. Now, we all are aware of how horrific these immigration centers are and the lack of care that happens. And, and they describe it to a degree here just with this fire. They say, Security footage from the incident shows the two guards walking away from the fire. Later, smoke starts pouring out of the detainment center. The footage shows the two guards not attempting to release the migrants as they move to a safer location. 
Prosecutors are accusing the immigration officials involved and claim they did not watch over, protect, and ensure the safety of the people and the facilities in their charge. And you wonder, like, how as a human being do you not value the lives of others, right? Like this whole thing that's that, you know, people have against immigrants and those going for for a better life and and people in these types of facilities, like politics aside, your view of what is the right answer to all of this aside, these are still human beings. And how do you kind of forget that humanity? And I'm reading this book. Uh, it's a book of poetry by a Puerto Rican poet, and, and it's in regards to the aftermath of Hurricane Maria. but she had a really interesting line, and I'll, I'll reference it in the show notes. I can't remember off the top of my head. But she was basically saying that citizenship grants you empathy. And that just like really struck me. It hit me like a ton of bricks where it was like, that is the current state of this world, at least this country um, and, and all that we're seeing with the border. We don't view people as worthy of our care or worthy of, of being treated as human beings unless they have this American citizenship. And again, not to be a downer, but like that is just a really fucked up way to look at life. Like, and of course, this is like a matter of opinion and, and, and sort of um, in analogy. But the sad thing is it fits so well. Like we've been trained, brainwashed in this country to not give a fuck about anybody else but ourselves, essentially, right? Even if we create the problem, we still don't care. And stories like this one put that on, on full display. And, and even, you know, this Venezuelan migrant that is being charged for homicide, um, you know, he, he, he apparently, they apparently started the fire by burning a mattress. And this was, you know, why they got, got charged with homicide. But then there was a Vice article that was saying, according to migrants that were detained at the facility, they said he started the fire because guards refused him food or water for 10 hours. And moreover, survivors and guards described the facility as an extortion center that requires migrants to pay $200 for their release under threat of deportation. Quote, I'm only alive because my family paid, said one migrant. Guards released him on the day of the fire because his family gave them the $200 required for release. Again, humanity, refusing somebody food or water for 10 hours. Putting a price on somebody's freedom and extorting them when they're in their most desperate state. Humanity, again, like where is it? Where does it exist, you know, in, 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 in this world? And again, I'm not trying to be pessimistic. I know there are so many beautiful people in this world, but fuck. You read stories like this about people. And you want to dive even deeper and, and really dial it in. 
people who look like you and I, not being treated as human, not being treated with decency because of our immigration status, because of our financial status, where we were born, what we're trying to escape. All of those things make us less than human in the eyes of so many people. And I'm not trying to, again, depress anyone, but it's important to just be aware of like the world and when people spew their nonsense and their bullshit that they're getting from news outlets that are literally being sued right now for millions of dollars because of lies, Fox News, or political pundits or politicians who have aspirations of maintaining power or getting greater power. Like when people that you know are being brainwashed like this, it's important to have this kind of information to hopefully wake them up. You know, my, my dad was uh, in a barbershop in, in Puerto Rico recently. Um, my mom was telling us the story. And my dad's like, if you think I talk about politics or anything like that with passion or uh, too much or on a regular basis, my father is like me times 10. That's where I get it from. Um, and he's proudly Puerto Rican and very dialed into what's going on there politically. And they took my grandfather to a barbershop. My grandfather, being the prankster that he is, started stirring up politics in the barbershop and playing both sides because he knew my father wouldn't be able to contain himself and he'd have to get involved in the conversation and the debate. Um, but there were a bunch of men who didn't agree with where my father was coming from, his stance. But at the end of their, their time there, that conversation, they were shaking his hand and uh, two people, according to my mother, had actually changed their entire point of view based upon what he had brought up. And it's a funny story knowing my father, but I think beyond that, it just shows if you have some sort of knowledge and you're well-versed on what's going on and you can articulate it to people, there's hope that we can point out what's really going on to those who might be non-believers right now. And in that, we can use our collective power to enact actual change that would better better this world so that's why to me you don't have to be as fucking you know like dialed into politics and reading the newspaper every day and this that and the third and uh be obsessed with it but it's important i think to have a working knowledge of it because you never know who might need to hear this information who might need to be brought up to speed on what exactly is going on particularly when you talk about our community who has suffered so much it's important to be aware of, of the things that are affecting us um, so that maybe we can open the eyes you know, to, to those who are um, open to it at the end of the day. And some people aren't going to be, you know, you kind of just you say your piece and fuck off basically to them, right? But those who are willing to maybe see a different point of view, it's important to, to know these types of things and, and at least be um, up to date on what's going on, you know? Again, you don't have to be watching the news 12 hours a day, but Having a basic working knowledge of, of the current state of the world, current events, particularly those that affect your community, I think is, is important. Which is why I love doing these Thursday trends. And with that said, we're going to lighten things up a bit. We're going to honor some, some people from our community who are doing amazing things in Army Henta segment. But first, let's take a quick break and then we'll be right back. 
I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there, I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community, because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura podcast network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On the network that covers more roads than any other carrier, connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. All right, so for our Mi Gente segment, honoring somebody who is doing something amazing for our community, putting on and, and being a great representative, you have Mexican-born basketball player Lou Lopez Senechal, and she made history with this year's WNBA draft. Now, she is uh, officially the first Mexican-born player to be drafted by the WNBA. She was drafted uh, by the Dallas Wings as the fifth overall pick and listen i'm not even gonna lie i'm not gonna act like i watch the WNBA on a regular basis but inclusion and more than inclusion visibility and seeing people that look like you we talk about the importance of this she's the first mexican-born player to be drafted into WNBA. like again this just opens up all of our our options right if you are a young mexican girl and you have an interest in basketball, you now can be inspired to know that it's possible to get to the highest of the highest in your particular path. You know what I mean? And I, I just think it's such a beautiful, beautiful thing to see. And whether these people realize it or not, when things like this happen, they become a beacon of hope for the community. And I know this is like a broken record. I talk about these types of things all the time, but it is just so, so, so important. I know for me, man, when I would like think about what 
I wanted to do what I wanted as a career or I reflect on where I was at my life, especially um, at the points um, in my life, I should say, at the points where I wasn't where I wanted to be and I was really having like moments of self-doubt. I know for a fact I would research people who I looked up to and I would like I would look up where they were at my age. You know what I mean? Like, OK, so they're tw- if I was 28, especially 28, I was flat broke um, and didn't have too much going on for me. I was still just really struggling and hustling. I would look up where was this person at 28 years old? Where was Nipsey Hussle at 28 years old? Whatever it was, you know, um, whoever I was, I was idolizing at that time. And knowing that they were still on their journey at the same time period as me and still trying to figure it out at that same age, it gave me a sense of comfort. It allowed me to feel seen in that, like, okay, I'm not alone. This isn't impossible. This person was exactly where I was at the same time as far as like a financial and success um, you know, point of view lies. And look at them now. They, they've made something of themselves. It did work out for them. They did make their dream come true. They did find success. And that would give me that extra you know, bit of motivation and, 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 and energy that I needed to keep going on my journey. And I would do this all the fucking time. And that's why stuff like this is important. That's why I harp on it so much because, you know, sometimes that's all you need, right? And for me, like at times, that's, that's all that I needed to not give up. That's all that I needed to not be depressed. That's all that I needed to not feel like I shouldn't be here anymore. You know what I mean? And particularly in those dark moments, you know, where you, you question your existence and depression is, is running rampant. Like, Little things like that give you the glimmer of hope that you need to wake up and, and fight another day. And I'm sorry if I'm getting a bit deep when it comes to, you know, we're talking about somebody getting drafted to play basketball. But again, this is a, a larger conversation. And yeah, I, I, I just want to reiterate why it's so important to have people in these positions doing great things from our community and to honor them to celebrate them because again i was once at an incredibly low point in my life and i needed to find people that i could look up to that i could uh sort of use to to re-energize myself to keep on going to keep pushing forward and you know, luckily there were people whose stories that I related to who came from similar backgrounds to me, who had a similar lived experience to me. Um, and, and, and that gave me the motivation. So that's why stories like this one are so beautiful. Um, also, you had uh, at the same time in, in that draft, um, you had the Washington Mystics select uh, Stephanie Soares, and she's a native of Brazil. And that was with the fourth pick in the draft. So again, just beautiful, beautiful things. And examples of why representation is so important and and just what it does for anybody who is in a place where they just need a little extra inspiration you know to have people that you can look to who are doing something that you want to do who have found that success um is is so invaluable And, and like i wouldn't be here right now without that you know um without having people that i can look to to, to energize me at times so i just think it's so beautiful now with that said let's uh let's wrap everything up we're no no 
ask a gringo for today's show uh, i didn't really find a question that i felt like was super um interesting that people can can bounce off of so we skipped that but let's tie everything we talked about today in a neat little bow in a segment we call conclusion stew time for conclusion stew. Mm. all right so i i feel like i i got on my soapbox a bit um i got into like a flow state i felt good about some of the things i was i was sharing i feel like i I got what I accomplished out of this episode of Flying Solo. I want to get some stuff off my chest. But in discussion to what happened in Tennessee, where you had the state assembly expel two congressmen um, over their protests for gun reform. Uh, again, thankfully, they've been reinstated, uh, Justin Pearson and Justin Jones. But you, you just look at the irony. On one side, you have a Tennessee lawmaker, a congressman saying, there's nothing we could do. Bad people are going to be bad people. So let's just keep on moving on with our lives. I'm going to homeschool my child. And then on the other side, the left, you have these Congress people who are literally doing the work, are standing with their constituents, standing with the people who voted for them in protest and using their voice to say, no, this is wrong. We need to figure it out. And, and also comforting those who are scared, who are tired of seeing their community destroyed, who don't want to fear that their loved one may be killed just going about their day, going to school, going to the supermarket, going to Walmart. That's the problem with this country. That's, that's like a microcosm. It's an example. One side is telling you, I know it's horrific, but there's nothing we could do. Move on. And one side is getting punished for standing with the people. And saying this is unacceptable, we need to figure it out. Like, does nobody understand the fucked up, like, idiocracy of, of that? The guy who said he basically doesn't have any solution, no answer, and doesn't care to even try, the Republican congressman, his job is not even in question. But the, the two people who who say, no, I refuse to take no for an answer. I want to figure out how to change this. I'm listening to the people who voted for me. And I'm trying to do work on their behalf because that's why they vote for me. Those are the ones that we decide to vote on on getting expelled from, from uh, the, the state assembly, from their, getting their jobs taken away. That's the world that we live in right now. Politicians who actually want to do work on behalf of the people and make this country a better place. They are the ones who are getting expelled and, and, and essentially fired from their jobs. Meanwhile, the ones who refuse to do anything, they're literally just able to go about their day and enjoy their cushy position. That's the country that we live in. The left is being criticized for wanting to do the, the work of the people, for wanting to enact the change that the people who voted for them want to see. They're being ostracized and told that they uh, are, are, are not living up to their job. Meanwhile, the Republicans are throwing their hands up and saying there's nothing we can do, nor do we actually care to come up with a solution. And their base is like, hell yeah. Let's go run over some Bud Light together. That's the current state of the country. Scary. And that's why voting is so important. Use your voice. Now, this whole Dalai Lama controversy, again, 
I'm a spiritual person. I don't believe in organized religion. Yeah, I have my issues with it. But this whole battle against the LGBTQ plus community being brought on by people who are religious people and they ignore the widespread issue that is the church and the sexual abuse and allegations that are credible that have been brought up and little to no punishment. Those people are still working with children till this day. And the numbers that support that drag shows are not the problem, but literally everywhere else is. Again, the political theater showing you the current state of this country and what people choose to believe in. And the Dalai Lama's apology that this dude was joking, get the fuck out of here. Like, I don't, I don't want to, to follow or be around anybody who thinks asking a young boy to suck his tongue is a joke. People are weird, man. That's why you can't hold any, any human being up on a pedestal, myself included. We're all flawed. I mean, some more than others. Some are just fucking disgusting, like Dalai Lama with this comment. But we're all flawed individuals. Nobody is perfect. Do not take what anybody says, again, including myself, as you know the Bible. And, and, and ironically, don't take anything uh, anybody says, including myself, as you know, like some sort of irrefutable, uh, irrefutable fact. I'm giving you my opinion based upon my own experiences and, and you can make your own judgments and adapt what does or doesn't work for you. But we're all flawed human beings and nobody should be viewed as perfect and put on this pedestal. Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's it just disgusting. There's not much else to say about it. And then these, these migrants that were killed in this fire and just the lack of humanity as a whole from people not caring to save their lives to reports of food and water not being given to people for 10 hours uh, to reports of, you know, extortion happening for people at their lowest and nobody really giving a shit because these are migrants who are poor and, you know, trying to escape into a better life so they don't deserve any better. Like that mindset, again, is just really, really disgusting. And we have to be very like, I don't know, just aware and push back against this every chance we get because these are human beings at the end of the day that we're talking about. It doesn't matter what your thought is on immigration, on politics. These are human beings and they deserve to be treated as such with respect and dignity, you know? And then on a positive side of things, talking about Army Hente segment, you had the Mexican-born player, Lou Lopez Sinachal, making history with her WNBA draft, uh, being picked fifth overall to go to the Dallas Wings. Beautiful. I gave you my whole story of why like being able to see yourself in someone is so incredibly important um, on your path. And, and that's why I continue to celebrate moments like this. Also, uh, Stephanie Soares um, from Brazil being drafted by the Washington Mystics as a fourth pick. Again, like our community, we have to support each other and celebrate each and every win because ourselves or the next generation is is going to be looking at some point in time for somebody who can remind them that the crazy dreams and the crazy ideas that they have aren't that crazy and in fact are achievable if you work hard enough and that's why things like this are important and should be celebrated now with that said uh, thank y'all so much for tuning in again my book just be is available now just be.nyc is a website we got some really cool merch up there we're almost sold out and then we're not dropping anything else as far as 
those old designs, once they're gone, they're gone, uh, with the exception of the core t-shirts. But thank you, everybody's been buying it so far. Their response has been amazing. Please check it out if you haven't yet. Uh, Street Soak Podcast, go binge the first season wherever you find podcasts. And that's it. Have an amazing weekend. I'll catch y'all on Tuesday with a brand new episode. Till then, stay safe. I'll talk to you soon. Peace. Life as a Gringo is a production of the Michael Tura Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information live nation presents concert week now through may 14th get 25 dollars tickets to over 5,000 shows that's up to 75 percent off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 savage alanis morissette cage the elephant celeste barber dirk spentley fade hootie and the blowfish janet jackson kids bop kids megan trainer bissell puma sarah mclaughlin get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just 25 dollars until now through may 14th Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.